Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good morning, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. We are so thankful for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you would hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and we can be reached through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Today's podcast is entitled The Intentional Woman of God. And I'll let you know that I had an opportunity to speak to some women on Saturday, May 20th, and it was a wonderful spring all-day retreat. And the title was She's Intentional. So I thought, well, that was a good topic. Lots of good information was shared. And so I thought that I would... Uh, just kind of go back over some of the pointers that uh, were presented on that day to those particular women. The intentional woman of God. So the scripture for the theme of the retreat was found in Proverbs 31, verses 25 through 26. And I'll read those. For you, it's the New International Version. Excuse me. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Verse 26 says, "When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness." So, the woman, the intentional woman of God. Let's take a look at the word intentional. I won't define it for you. I think this is something that each person has to do for themselves and ask that question, that hard question, am I intentional? Do I need to be more intentional? How can I become intentional? So I'm going to look at some synonyms, and I'm going to give you some words, and then I'm going to give you a phrase that kind of further defines the word or enhances the meaning of the word. So the first synonym for the word intentional is calculated, and you can look at that as well thought out. The next word is conscious, and you could consider that would mean you are aware. The next word is intended, which means that something is happening, but not by default. And then the word planned means to decide on and arrange. And then studies, that means giving time and attention to acquire knowledge, to acquiring knowledge, and I'll go a step further and say biblical knowledge, Bible knowledge. And then knowing, which means being aware or informed. And then intentional, a synonym for intentional is purposeful, which means showing resolve. And then also pre-planned, which means that plan in advance. So if you were to take all of those synonyms and consider a definition, a working definition of intentional, what sort of statement would you come up with for yourself if you consider those words calculated, conscious, intended, planned, studies, knowing, purposeful, 
and preplanned. Well, here's a principle. Again, I'm going to let you define the word intentional for you, depending on where you are in your walk with the Lord. But here's a principle that I'd like for you to take into consideration. The woman of God is intentional in whatever she does, especially in her walk with Christ. And whatever she does, it's done with purpose, it's deliberate, and it's well thought out. Let's go back to the scripture that I read, Proverbs 31. We're going to look at verse 25. Verse 25 says, She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. So when we talk about being clothed in dignity, what comes to mind? Well, normally we think of our physical clothes, the clothes that we wear. And we know the clothes that we wear can complement who we are in Christ Jesus, or they can detract. But this passage, metaphorically, is talking about a woman's appearance as being one of strength and dignity. She is no shameful weakling. How is it that a woman can laugh at the future and face the future with confidence? Well, she prepares for it, she plans for it, and she calculates it. Now, we know we can't overplan and plan and get ahead of God or plan in the place of God giving us direction, guidance, and wisdom to walk in that direction. We know Matthew 6.34 says, Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So I'm not suggesting that you get ahead of God and outplan God and try to figure everything out yourself. But I'm just saying that someone who is intentional has some sort of plan in place. They do prepare. They are deliberate. They are intentional. So what does that look like for us today? Well, for starters, I would suggest that we focus on being intentional in our practice of Christian disciplines. The Christian disciplines would be Bible intake. Avail yourselves to learning and studying the Bible. And then there's prayer. Spend time at and just spend time in prayer. I'm not talking about long, drawn-out prayers. I'm just talking about prayers that allow you to communicate with God and to hear from God and to seek God. Worship. We come together on Sunday mornings or Saturday evenings or mid-Wednesday weekdays, and we worship collectively. But we can express our reverence and adoration and glorification to God individually also. Romans 12 and 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, a living holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. The next Christian discipline is evangelism. Share the word of God. Give an answer to the hope that lies within. Someone shared the gospel with you, and at the right place at the right time, God drew you in and you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Another Christian discipline is serving. You take in and you give out. You give back. You pour into someone else's life. How are you serving? What giftings do you have, spiritual giftings? How are they being used? And then stewardship. God would have us to be good stewards over those things that he has entrusted us with. And it could be our finances. It could be our talents. It could be our time. Whatever it is, we don't own anything. Everything we have belongs to the Lord. He has just loaned it to us or he has entrusted it with it. And we want to show him that we can be a good steward and manage things appropriately and properly. Fasting is another good Christian discipline, a time for you to just seek God 
and to give up something. Now, I can't tell you how to fast or when to fast. That's between you and the Lord. But fasting and prayer go hand in hand. And then there's silence and solitude. Sitting in quiet and silence and solitude and just allowing yourself to hear from the Lord. Oftentimes we're so busy speaking to him, telling him what we want, begging him for what we think we need. But just sitting at his you know, at the feet, sitting in in quietness and allowing God to speak to us is a wonderful, wonderful experience. And then there's journaling. A lot of people journal. Some people allow their mind to just flow from their, 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 their mind flows to the heart, the heart to the pen and the pen to the paper. And they're able to jot down those things that are uh, just on the forefront of their mind or sometimes just, uh, just poems, just passages. I know years ago an older woman in the church said, write out your prayers, and when God answers them, mark down the date in red ink. And I have volumes of prayer journals, and I can go back and look at God's faithfulness and how he answered my prayers. And then the next Bible, uh, excuse me, Christian discipline is learning, just availing yourself to learn, Um, learning from whoever God places in your life to pour into your life and to speak uh, his word into your life and to speak... um, uh, you know, the, the, those things that we need to hear, not the things that we want to hear. So how is it then that we can laugh without fear at the future? That is because we know the God we serve, the God with whom we're in a relationship, and then we can believe his word and trust him and all that he has promised. Let's take a look at Proverbs thirty-one twenty-six. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. Now, this woman in Proverbs 31 was probably being praised for her wisdom and faithful instruction to her own children and maybe even her maidservants. So what is the practical application for us today? Well, our words should encompass wisdom. They should be good, solid. We should give good, solid biblical counsel, and the instruction we give is gentle and tempered with grace. For those of us who are still rearing children or active in the rearing of your maybe grandchildren, your nieces, nephews, great nieces, nephews, grandchildren, godchildren, neighbors' children, the same would apply. Psalm 111 and 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. And James 1 and 5 says, Well, if we lack wisdom, says, let him ask of God, who gives to all men generously without reproach, and it will be given to him. So if you're not rearing children, then this passage would definitely be applicable to any person in your life to whom you can impart words of wisdom and give instruction. So listen to this. An intentional woman and someone who is intentional about wise words and giving instruction has to have a teachable heart. We have to have a teachable heart. We have to be intentional in availing ourselves to the Word of God and seeking His wisdom. So I'm going to ask you four questions that you would answer yourself personally, time for personal reflection, introspection. Do we receive instruction well? The next question is, Do you see godly instruction coming from others as coming from a loving Heavenly Father and being for your good, our good? The third question is, do do we give instruction to others when we are not following it ourselves? And finally, what stops us from applying 
the instruction that we receive to our own personal lives. So those are four questions that I would have you to ask yourselves and come up with your own answer. Do we receive instruction well? Do we see godly instruction coming from others as coming from a loving, heavenly Father and being for our good? Do we give instruction to others when we are not following it ourselves? And then what stops us from applying the instruction that we receive to our own personal lives? So depending on what your answers were or whatever you came up with in terms of a response to those questions, if any of those answers need tweaking, I would say go and pray about it and go back to the Christian disciplines and pray for growth in an area or areas where you are lacking. And again, those Christian disciplines are Bible intake, prayer, and these are just a few, prayer, worship, evangelism, serving, stewardship, fasting, silence and solitude, journaling, and learning. So in closing, I'm going to go back to the principle that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, and that is the woman of God is intentional in whatever she does, especially in her walk with Christ. And whatever she does, it's done with purpose, it's deliberate, and it's well thought out. We want to be wise with our words and give instruction with kindness. We want to be praised for our faithful and wisdom instruction. We want to be able to laugh without fear of the future and be clothed with strength and dignity. As a woman of God, there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We must be intentional. And to say it lightly and gently, it's absurd if we think that by default we will grow in our relationship with Christ. We have to be intentional, absolutely intentional. And with that, I'd like to say thank you for joining us today. I hope you were able to get something out of it and that you would be able to make the choice make the decision to become a more intentional woman, to continue to be an intentional woman, or plan to be an intentional woman of God. And with that, I say God bless you, and to God be the glory. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.